And this is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's Morning News. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter. And I am Brett Recamp. Good Wednesday. Thank you very much for being with us. It is 8.03. The Clark County Sheriff's Office is asking for your help figuring out what happened to a teenager in a 42-year-old death investigation. We have that story from KXL's Annette Newell. They found Sandra Renee Morden's remains in 1980, but did not ID her until 2019. She was 16 when she disappeared in the 1970s. Now, investigators want to hear from friends, neighbors, classmates, anyone who knew Sandra and her dad, Andrew or Andy Morden, when they lived in Vancouver and the Hazel Dell area. Sandra's father lived in an apartment on Bertha Boulevard in Portland and later an apartment on Grant Street in downtown Vancouver. At the time of Sandra's disappearance, investigators believe Andy Morden was living out of a fifth-wheel trailer at a mobile home RV park north of the Hazel Dell area. He worked on tugboats and could be gone for weeks at a time, while his daughter stayed with other local families. Annette Newell, FM News 101. It is now 8.04. Well, fake pills are in our area. A public health advisory was issued in Clackamas County yesterday about the increase of fake pills and fentanyl circulating in the community. The warning comes a month after two Portland teens died after taking fentanyl-laced pills. At the end of the day, stay away is the recommendation. Public Health Director Philip Mason Joyner says teens are being targeted online, so he's calling on families to raise awareness about fake pills and for schools to carry Noxalon kits. The city of Portland is suing TriMet for $10 million over so-called bad work on a streetcar track near OMSI. The work is allegedly so poorly done that it leaves the city with a big bill. Suit says the transit agency failed to properly manage the construction of the city-owned platform. California-based contractor Stacey and Wilbeck is named as a defendant in the lawsuit. Messages are pouring in for the 19-year-old Portland State student who police say was murdered Monday morning. Amara Marluk was shot and killed around 1 a.m. near Southwest 6th and College. Portland State University President Stephen Percy. In a moment like this, a president doesn't have the full words or capacity to express the heartbreak, the sadness, and the mourning that's taking place for the loss of this amazing student. Police have arrested and charged 20-year-old Keenan Harpole with murder. Amara was an activist and an artist. Her family says she was the light of their life. It's 8.05. The city of Portland is planning something for the famed elk statue. KXL's Zachary Barnes is looking into why so many people care about that 120-year-old sculpture. In 1900, the statue was built on Southwest Main Street for former Portland mayor David Thompson. He was a founding director of the Organist Humane Society, so he wanted the statue that honored the wildlife. That once roamed Portland. That's Carrie Timchuk, executive director of the Oregon Historical Society. Peabot, who will run the public comment, says safety is the biggest concern among some who say the statue should no longer have the fountain a part of it, adding that the whole strip of SW Maine is a part of a transportation improvement project. Timchuk adds he doesn't think the elk will have an entirely new home. Quickly, I think, earned a place in the heart of Portlanders as something just so iconic and. Uh... And there's a lot of support to returning it to its location. Tim Chuck says it would be an important statement that it shouldn't be harmed again if the city were to return it where it's always been. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. Portland police under fire for illegally tracking some protesters and rioters during the 2020 demonstrations. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds reports. According to the Portland Tribune, 
Portland police violated Oregon law by gathering information on people participating in 100 days of demonstrations that were often violent. The city auditor's office says the bureau doesn't have policies in place to prevent these kinds of abuses, even though it has 37 surveillance techniques in place. The auditor's office did not find any false arrests made because of the surveillance. Mayor Ted Wheeler says the Bureau will make the necessary changes so this doesn't continue to happen. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Joining us live, KGW meteorologist Joe Ranieri. Joe, is chilly this morning. I, I made a bad weather joke. I don't. You Let's ready? hear it. You ready? It was chilly today, hot tamale. <laughs> See what I have to work with I like every that day? One. That's good. You like That's that good, one? It's going to be 75 degrees yeah, we... tomorrow. We woke up to a uh, frost advisory throughout much of the metro area into the southwest Washington and stretched all the way into the Oregon coast, too, at least throughout Astoria and Newport. So that uh, that first part of the beach is there along 101. Uh, we're looking at temperatures across the area in the upper 20s, low 30s, slowly starting to warm up. But you guys, the next two days are going to be the best days we've seen in a bit. I'm expecting to see highs right around the mid, maybe the upper 60s this afternoon. As this ridge of high pressure moves through, we'll be seeing temperatures even better tomorrow. I'm forecasting a high of 75. And basically, our forecast is going to be going up and down the next couple of days. So next two days, just about picture perfect. By Friday, we'll see showers move in, daytime high only in the low to mid-50s. And then there's a strong cold front that moves through for the weekend. We could easily see snow levels dropping down to 500 feet late Saturday night and into Sunday. Am I forecasting valley snow? Absolutely not. It's a little late in the year for that. But we could still see a mix of rain and snow Sunday morning and into Monday morning um, here and there. Can you uh, work on this where we get the 75-degree temps on a Saturday instead? <laughs> later, this, later this spring. I can guarantee right, you that. But, yeah, right. We're going to have to wait a bit for that. The man, the man just gave us Thursday, Friday. I mean, it's pretty I know. Good. It's nice. I'm just being greedy, I guess. Uh, I will golf clap that I, out I, I for don't, you. I don't blame you. This is the time of year where you get one day of 70. That's all you want to see for a long time. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we want, it. we want different temps at all times, which you're doing right now. 35 earlier and 75 tomorrow. You can use that one if you want, Joe. Chili today. I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You bet, Mike. That is KGW meteorologist Joe Ranieri, and right now in Portland, 38 degrees.